If you know me at all, you know that debt is my bread mm -hmm. and danger my butter. Oh, no, danger is my bread and death is my butter. No, no, wait. Danger is my bread. Death, no, death. No, I'm sorry. Death is my... Death and danger are my various breads and, and various butters. Mm -hmm. might be a lot of Pulp Fiction uh, side commentary or references. Uh -huh. We're almost finished watching it with um, and your son, 15, age 15. Is that That's an all right age to watch that? I don't know. He thinks it's totally fine. Chris was like, oh, he's way too young for that. I mean, there it really covers all of the things that you might not want a child to see. But, I mean, he is 15, so he's not really a child anymore. Yeah, he plus he wants to show how he's he's already aware of all this stuff, so none of it's shocking to him. If he lived in Saskatchewan, he'd be have, have driven a tractor for a year or two now. Of course. So I like that we were... We, we, I was telling about the the needle scene, which I think is identifiable as the oh, needle yeah. scene. Yeah, but there was a there was an earlier needle scene when he's when he's taking the heroin. Oh yeah, and that bothers me just as much. They show a little blood coming back into the syringe. Ugh. But then somebody came over to the house to pick something up, and they're like, "Oh hey, what's up?" He's like, "Oh no, we're just watching Pulp Fiction." He's like, "Oh, did you get to the needle scene yet?" So then Harper thought this is this whole built up thing of the, the yeah. needle scene, and yeah. like two seconds later, there it was. He's like, oh, "It wasn't as bad. You all built it up too much." Yeah. It's, uh, I, I'm sort of lightheaded just talking about it. Yeah, well, the what I forgot about Pulp Fiction, it's got a, such a variety. It's a good movie for this show. It's got a, a various offenses. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so many different things that are so uh, hard to take. Like what? All, all happening. Well, there's uh, problems of violence, problems of drug use, problems of uh, profanity, problems of um, sexual assault, mm -hmm. problems of, of death and murder. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, just that stuff. There's a lot there. It's a whole list. So if you haven't seen it, um, you know, take wait till your kid's 15. <laughs> what if you don't have kids? Then uh, you probably can't see it. Okay. But for anybody else who actually cares, I think it holds up pretty well. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't seem to be, well, maybe it is of a time. I don't know. It seemed, it seemed to be the, the start of, of a genre of film from that point, although I'm sure I think, film, yes. film experts would disagree. It, no, I think it was like part of that, uh, it was a breakout of the independent film rise in the 90s mm -hmm. plus uh, i think the most shocking thing is that they're just smoking in restaurants yeah like that's what's like oh my gosh this movie's old yeah well they go jack rabbit jack rabbit slims and they're just smoking jack rabbit slims are those a brand of cigarettes that's the restaurant oh okay that ed sullivan is hosting but it could be a brand of cigarettes i guess so i don't think this is what we're going to talk about what did you have on your docket i don't have much i think how okay so how does one tell if they have mesothelioma. What? Because I was vacuuming in the basement yesterday. What? A lot of dust kicking up, and now, I, now I'm coughing. What's mesothelioma? I think, it's the, I, think it's the, I think it's some sort of cancer you get from being around asbestos. Do you have asbestos that you were vacuuming up? There was some asbestos. Do you I, think it's instant onset? I don't know. That's the question. No. Do we have any doctors that we could ask? It's not like if you were going to uh, apply adrenaline to the heart to try to resuscitate a heroin OD. No, That's back. instantaneous. That's instantaneous. Okay. In your case, I don't think mesothelioma. <laughs> mesothelioma. Haven't you mesothelioma. seen late night commercials about this? No. I know I could get a lawyer. I don't watch I TV. I had it. <laughs> you don't have a TV. No, I was setting you up. You could say, but but you are aware that there is a, such a thing called TV. And on, on the TV, they show shows. Okay, got it. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm sorry. I don't watch TV. But but you were aware that there is such a thing that there's a TV and they have shows on it. <laughs> you don't even know what you're quoting. Nope, don't know it. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know if I want to talk about mesothelioma. 
my there's, <laughs> there's a non-zero percent chance my mom my mom is listening actually there's a zero percent percent chance does she have it listening no just but she wouldn't want to hear that her son is mesothelioma <laughs> no mesothelioma what if what if we were playing a drinking game and mesothelioma was the was the trigger word to get kids to drink we wouldn't want to do that don't say that okay oh yeah we have we have the dean of students <laughs> yeah with shit bad idea no, I said shit so that so that you won't use this. <laughs> You know what we should do? We should we should introduce our guest. Oh yes, because our guest is in studio. So this is let me introduce us. This is episode eighty-one of Various Breads and Butters. Beside me, to my left, if you're for the more visual listeners, is <laughs> Ben Brickhouse Cohen. I'm Simon Portman Tonef. Out in the uh, studio. Out in the studio is we don't um, even know Michelle Hyphen Poland Simon Michelle. You're there. Will. Madison uh, Square Gordon. Madison Square Gordon is out there. Anyone else out there? Uh, just the two of us right now. Just the two. Ian, Ian says, tell them I'm basically there. He's basically there. Yeah. <laughs> and Thomas Williams wants you to know that he's getting food. It, I don't okay. think he wants you guys to know that, but he is getting food right now. Ian is also getting food. I don't so want them to start. So 50% of our interns are just I cheating love, us by getting food. I, I, I like, haven't eaten. I'm kicking one for the team. I appreciated that uh, someone was explaining to me that they had the best reason why a student was late for a meeting and actually our guest who we will imminently introduce can speak to this but in just a second <laughs> hold but, your horses but the person came running late to the meeting and said i'm sorry i'm late but i was having my face made on a pancake wow <laughs> i don't I, you know that's the beauty of of any language is that you can say things that have never been said before in history of humanity <laughs> and there it is apparently they had a pancake artist in yeah, the dining sure they did. of course they did <laughs> So now I want to introduce the guest, not only to get to know the guest a little bit better, but I want to, I want him to explain this. <laughs> dean of Students, Dr. Paul McLaughlin is on the show with us. Did I get all of that right? You uh, did. Awesome. Hi, Paul. Awesome. Hey, Paul, how are you doing? Hi, guys. Oh, good. <laughs> Tell me about this pancake face artist. Yeah, and, we brought you wait, in to talk Is that what it is? Is it a pancake face artist or, or do pancake artists mostly work in the sort of portraiture? Anyway, I only know artist. one, so okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, I how, guess that, I think that LAF brought this pancake artist for Rivalry Week. Okay. This is La Lafayette Activities Forum? Correct. Is that yeah. what that is? Okay. And Rivalry Week. Which is ironic Lafayette because I think, game. I think as I recall, the Lafayette Activities Forum was Renan's rival. Oh, Renan. It's did. true. He had a long standing. Not a fan. Oh, oh, difficult really? relationship. Yes. I, Ian may not he be here, but Will and I can fact check that one. <laughs> yeah. And why Thank are they you. just now eating at three o'clock? I know. that. See, now this is what happens. Is that is that Paul is concerned about like every facet of the student's life. So he's like, wait a second. They're eating at three. What happened? These things are going through your head. You're like, All oh, the time. I just want them to eat at noon and just have a good lunch. You know, use that. Yeah, I, I would think, think so. Eat I do think you're supposed to eat one. something like six smaller meals, though. Does this count as the intro or are we starting yet? I think we started. This is okay. I think it is. This is part of it. Yeah, I think absolutely. We want to know. We wanted to know about the pancake artist. We wanted to know about students not eating at, you know, three o'clock. You are, are oft requested guests. Students mm -hmm. know you. You're the dean of students. This is Lafayette College. He's Paul McLaughlin. We've got questions. Mm -hmm. You've got answers. Wow. Is it, was that an ad? Yes. <laughs> okay, so Paul, uh, I want to start with sort of understanding you and where you came from. Can you call it the journey question? That's the journey question, not the band. Your journey. Ohio is where the journey began. Yeah. Yes. Okay, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I lived there uh, until I was... Uh, 22. What part of Ohio? Southeast Ohio. Okay. About well, an hour 
east of Columbus. Okay. Do you know Interstate 70? I do. I know that it exists. Mm-hmm. So Zanesville. Okay. Now, now, so we're not talking Ironton or Miami. Miami of Ohio mm-hmm. is in, in Oxford, west. Ohio, That's southwest. Way out west. Ben does. Ben has no uh, Ohioan geography knowledge. So Ohio um, is this is the state that's round high in the middle, it? round on both sides. What? That was, <laughs> That's that's the easiest joke. How do you not know that one? How's that a joke? If you look at the word. Where are you from, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to start that again? <laughs> now, for, for our listeners that don't know, you were mentioning Interstate 70. This is why 70. we edit. Mm-hmm. Interstate 70 is an even-numbered interstate, so it goes east to west. <laughs> and they start mm-hmm. at the south at 10 and move up north at 90. Did, 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 did the studio know that? I knew that. Oh, who did? That ain't, was that Ian? Yeah, fact check intern knew that. Thanks, man. Uh, well, oh, Ian's here. What did you get for? Uh, yeah, for food. Oh, uh, turkey melt. Those are the, oh. they take the longest. Yeah, but but you like your, you know, two, two hours. Your face on can it? we can we fact check that turkey melts take take the longest? I said it, so it's correct. But I can tell you that the turkey melt was taken away at the beginning of the year. Indeed, the turkey meat was not on the menu, which uh, the dean of students heard a lot about the a lot turkey of melt. I never had had it, but I heard a lot about it, and now the turkey melts back on the menu. Now, now there, you had an issue with chicken fingers at uh, some point. Can you tell us a little bit can, about the chicken fingers? Hold on, hold on a Dining second. is a really difficult thing. Pause for a second. Okay. For listeners who are just tuning in, they're yeah. worried. What did we miss? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're just tuning in. You're just tuning in. <laughs> Your iPod's on shuffle. The highway system yeah. going east to west is even numbered. Mm-hmm. And 10 is south and, and 90 is north. Yeah, that's what they I missed said. that. They did miss that. And now they missed the turkey melt saga. Uh-huh. Oh, all that's right. right. I think we're all caught up. Thanks for reading. And now we're moving to a segue to chicken fingers. To chicken saga. fingers. So tell us about the chicken fingers saga. This is this is what this is how we get listeners from outside the Lafayette community to start mm-hmm. really listening in. So one of the challenges is you know when students eat as many meals as they do each week mm-hmm. for an entire fifteen week semester, exactly. you have to create some variety, mm-hmm. right? So each year we think about what is it that we'd like to bring onto the menu and six different dining halls across campus. So we brought at the request of students after a survey last spring, we brought a walk station, mm-hmm. which would have rice and noodles. And, uh, but in order to do that, we had to take some things off the menu because we have limited refrigerator and freezer space. So fill out those survey students. They actually listen to mm-hmm. what you say on those surveys. So we took chicken fingers away mm-hmm. to bring in this walk station. Okay. People love the walk station. But they miss the chicken fingers. Yeah. They don't understand the zero sum game going on here. Right. And in order to create the walk station, which is all fresh, you have to have a lot of fr- refrigerator and freezer space for all of the ingredients that go in it. Mm-hmm. But uh, before that, we were going through about, I think, 15 cases of chicken fingers every three days. And that was just that one student with the unlimited meal plan, too. <laughs> <laughs> he or she was. <laughs> So, anyway, we have chicken fingers back now on the late night menu. Okay. These are the things, these are the things yeah, that I no, think I about. Mm-hmm. Oh, nachos as well, right? The pizza box of nachos? Wait, were the nachos ever taken away, though? They, they were for a bit. Yeah, they oh, were also, so. they were locked behind a flex-only wall. Whoa. They're, wow. now, they're now back in they meal like accessible. You, like when you try to buy a razor oh, at Oh, the flex-only wall. See, I didn't realize that that actually was a wall. You need you know, the flex the, yeah. to... Uh-huh. Was that the razor joke that... I think Ben just said, "Yeah, I think I think what was it or yeah. or, or cough, cough cough medicine? <laughs> yeah, it's like the razors at the at the drugstore that they're behind a locked cabinet. Is that what the flex wall? Because yes, that's so exactly expensive. what it is. Yeah, they yeah. are. Expensive. Oh, I thought you had to flex to get a razor to uh, prove. Right. No, you're no. fired. Back no, out. but even if they're not behind the wall, they're usually in those little contain those little um, 
dispensers that you can only get one every so often. We're talking about razors, not nachos, right? <laughs> right? Is that, I'm sorry, I, I was I lost our way. Um, uh, now, now we know why Ben gets bored. If I may have the mic back, yeah, please. Um, because this is a carefully constructed program, mm -hmm. what we're doing is setting up a point that we can walk circle back to mm -hmm. because now we'll start to get back to the journey questions yes we've revealed a little bit about what paul has to deal with on a daily basis very much so and so we'll find out how did you get to this point yeah i think i think that that, <clears throat> that was that part does. of the careful crafting exactly very well crafted you mm -hmm. left ohio when 22 22 to the university of vermont okay for my master's degree in higher ed administration but, but you went to undergraduate at you know in ohio at miami university at miami university at southwest ohio, of ohio. You know, just Miami University. Oh, they were first. See, can we just say, can mm -hmm. let, let's just say for, there's something about Western Pennsylvania, and I've talked about this on the show, and, and, you know and Ohio. Ohio. Okay. I know, okay. but but Western Pennsylvania is very close to Ohio. Can you confirm that? I know what you're going to say. You're going yes, to be wrong, so I'm trying to stop you. Before. No, I'm trying to say they've got California University of Pennsylvania, Miami right. University of Ohio. It's not of Ohio. So many, oh, there's not. But no, Miami no. University is named after the Miami Indians, Okay, which was in the Miami Valley of Ohio. Yeah, still. And then Miami it's, University was founded in 1809. It's in the state it's the, of Florida. It's the Florida one that's wrong. Miami Vice was a show that took place in Florida. <laughs> let, that's number let one. Let the gentleman finish. Okay, sorry. Here's the reality. Yeah, yeah. Miami was a university before Florida was a state. Was it Whoa. really? Mm -hmm. yeah. I have a t-shirt that says that. So do you do like all your fact-checking just based on the t-shirts you buy? <laughs> Is that where all you get all your facts? <laughs> It, it, it's a, How do it's we know a, it's true? It's a beloved t-shirt in the bookstore. I, had a, I have a friend in middle school who was bored of education. Oh, good one. Yeah, t-shirt, P-O-R-E-D. <laughs> oh, that's great. And so that's how I learned about educational theory from the t-shirt. You know what? I, the fact checking, all you need to know is when was Florida a state? 1854? 1853? Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, I we, know. This is why There's we no need, way to know that stuff. We need a we need, uh, friend of the show, past guest, John McKnight on, because he is from Florida. And he... Mm -hmm. Yes, he... he and uh, I... John McKnight was an orientation leader when I worked at the University of Florida. No way. Y yes. Way. Wait, so he was, was a so student wait, when I worked at So you did some... You did, you're revealing information. So yeah. you went to Miami University and then did graduate work at the University of Vermont, after which you I were at the University of Florida. And worked. Well, this is, this is the problem. So I'm, I'm coming in as a foreigner. I'm a Canadian. I don't know geography that well. Mm -hmm. he and, then, and then this is what I'm confronted with when I, when I try and understand. He doesn't know I get it. Either. it is confusing. Ooh, I'm so and now angry. the Miami Indians live out in Oklahoma. That's, yep. yeah, I mean, you know what? I think West. they should, this, I'm going to get off the fence. They should be able to live wherever they want. That's what mm -hmm. I feel. Mm -hmm. But I still feel that, you know, we need to, we need to be we one name for everything. No more Springfields in every state. No Indiana University of Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, that's another one. Yeah, uh -huh, IUP, CUP. Yep. Okay. Also, if we'd like to solve the Florida-Miami University question, Florida became a state in 1845. Miami oh. University was founded in 1809. Wow. That's Good a, job, That's Ian. before Lafayette College. Slightly. And we're much farther east. Yeah. I thought it went east to west. We were the first college west of the Allegheny Mountains. That's amazing. Well, we learned something here today. That's yeah. good. All right. Okay. So, so, so from Ohio to Vermont to Florida. Wait, wait. What happened in Vermont? What yeah. Kind of, what'd you study? Mm. Master's degree in higher ed and uh, student affairs administration. Okay. And that's what you did at the University of Florida. Yes. Yeah, so I was their uh, chief pre-health professions advisor. So it's pre-med, pre-health, pre-vet, pre-dent, all okay. that, and uh, worked full time as an academic advisor. Mm -hmm. Did you have to advise people to go into dentistry? Or did they come to you saying, I mm -hmm. want to be a dentist? The latter. How many of them said it because they wanted to have such limited hours of working? You know, usually people who went into dentistry, I would say 
it felt like their uncle, grandma, yeah, yeah, mom, someone in the family was a dentist. But it, I mean, we can fact check this too. It is the only profession where they work twelve to fourteen hours a week. Really? I don't know. Yeah, and they make a a good decent. They do. Living. Well, or is it, who, who does better, orthodontists or dentists? Well, orthodontists do better, but yeah. sometimes they actually work full hours. Do your kids have braces at this point? <laughs> that's, that's not. That's an off topic, off oh. show topic. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm living the nightmare. How, I mean, I mean, that's all your money right there, right? It's like a car. Yeah. And the can we, we just wait till college then? Yeah. Uh, this might knock college out of this out is of like possibility. A f- braces are like a Ford, and college is like a. So they could either have, you, you could go, this, this could be in our advertisement, why have straight teeth when you can go to college instead? Or something like that. I don't know. We work <laughs> could out you the, have both? <laughs> I don't know. So, so, so then where'd you go from there? So from the University of Florida, mm-hmm. then I went to Harvard. Okay. How long, in, how long were you in Florida? In Boston. Two years. Two years. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. It was, um, you know, I never lived in the South and never lived near the beach. And yeah. it was really fun. My birthday's in October. Mm-hmm. And so I could always go to the beach for my birthday when yeah. I lived there. One time, though, I did go to the beach. This is really, there's no way to fact check this. You just have to believe me. Okay. Um, Do you have a t-shirt you? that says anything about <laughs> that? Ian, that's okay. But I went to the beach and on my birthday and I went swimming. There was no one in the ocean. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. There were huge waves. I had so much fun body surfing. Mm-hmm. And then I had trouble breathing and I was like, gosh, I'm really getting worn out because the waves were huge. And then I, I got worse and worse and I got out and someone came up and said, you shouldn't be swimming in there. And they had an algae bloom <gasps> called red tide. Oh, and man. so the whites of my eyes were oh. red. It, it's a, it's in a paralysis. Oh my gosh. And it was starting to like, no, I, I don't think it can kill a human, <laughs> okay. but it really was. Oh, so, wow. But you were the only one to not know that since you were the only one. Well, my the, husband and me. They yeah, were both in there oh, together. We were wrong. having a lot of fun together oh, in perfect. the water, and we didn't realize why no one else was swimming. But, oh, my gosh. Oh. But by the way, uh, friend of the show, future guest Jason, may I ask, did you meet in Florida? Did you meet in Vermont? Did you? Meet- we met in uh, Vermont. Yeah, good question. Oh, so we go. met, uh, right, I had just finished my graduate degree there. It was the summer after my graduation and I was still looking for a job mm-hmm. and we met that summer. All right. Now Jason June works 1st, in, in 1999. the fi- He works in the financial aid office at Lehigh. He does. Now is he on Lehigh's podcast right now? <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, do they, wait, the do time? they even have a podcast I there? Don't I don't think, think so. They do. That's no. weird. No. They don't have a podcast. I thought they were, you know, good university. Rivalry week. What's it? What's the point? <laughs> exactly. We won that one. Chuck yeah. another one up for Lafayette. There you go. You almost died in um, Florida. That's, that's where we're going to go with. Um, and then, and then you're, so like, you're like, I'm out of here. I got to get out of here. I got to go north. I'm just going to go to any random school. Yeah. Exactly. I think I'll go to you, whoever will take me. Whichever one I've heard of. You got into your safety school, Harvard. <laughs> right. Okay. Now, what did you do there? I, lots of things. So okay. I started as their chief pre-health professions advisor mm-hmm. uh, and then became assistant dean of students uh, and then associate dean of students and then the Associate Dean of the College and Chief of Staff to the Dean. Oh, cool! So, it's had the, three different jobs there. And so, how did you how did you enjoy Cambridge? Was it a pretty I, cool I, place? Yeah, I loved it. It was a pretty cool. Lots place. of fun. Even though you left beautiful weather. Now you went from yeah from Florida to Massachusetts. Oh. You know, I I uh, yeah. I, even though I liked Florida, it was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I didn't feel like anything like home. Yeah. One season, hot and well, maybe two seasons, hot and hotter. Yeah. <laughs> 2012 is that when you arrived at Lafayette? Yes. Wait, we're doing you, this without notes at all. When did you arrive at Lafayette? 2011. Oh. He doesn't even. He's not even wearing a T-shirt with this information on it. I didn't <laughs> no, see. He's wearing a sweater. I've committed that to memory. Yes. 
We're like <laughs> we're like nemonists. Yeah. What's that? Someone who does stuff with memories, tricks with memories. Nemonist? Yeah. Oh, nemonist. That it? No. Not anemones. Get the you know. This, right. <laughs> these are all different words that sound like that. <laughs> Nemesis. Do 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 a lookup of that, Ian. M N E nemonist. Nemonist. More grammar talk. Yeah. Is that, uh, Latin or Greek origin? I don't Greek. know. Use oh. it in a sentence. Yeah. Yeah, title nemonist oh, refers to an individual with the ability to remember and recall an unusually long lists of data. There you yeah, go. That's me. Nemonist. You're the same one who gave me grief because I, I listed all the American presidents. That was pretty good, though. That was really impressive. You thought it was a parlor. Trip. And you list you listed the 10,000 lakes in Minnesota, that's too, true. at one point. God, that, that was took really, so long. That was our longest episode. That was really good, though. We skip past one interesting point, which okay. is um, your, your further graduate work. Oh, okay, yeah. I would like to know more about that. Simon has distracted us long enough. <laughs> Finally. So I went to a, a nice Jesuit school called Boston College, which is not in Boston. Oh, it's in God. Chestnut Hill, Massachusetts. I, Sorry, no, that says Simon, that was for you. Do you make it your like goal to only go to colleges <laughs> that are going to confuse me geographically? That right, seems... because did you know that Miami of Ohio is in Oxford? Well, first of all, you said Miami of Ohio. I was telling you oh, okay, so that so you knew, I knew where I meant. But so, yeah, Coral Gables, in Ohio. <laughs> Miami is in Oxford. That's mm-hmm. that's and so mm-hmm. and so. Now I love that you went from confused. Oxford to Cambridge. Yeah, there you uh, go. Another Oxbridge scholar. So I went to BC and uh, did a PhD in uh, higher were you, education. Were you able to do that while, when you were working at Harvard? Did yeah. You have to... Yeah. So okay. I was working full time as associate dean of students and then chief of staff. I had two different jobs during that time mm-hmm. and then worked and then worked at night on my degree. Oh my yeah. gosh. That was tough. What was your dissertation? There were a couple on? of breakdowns. A PhD was uh, about high achieving low income students mm-hmm. in uh Ivy League colleges oh, okay. and whether or not their uh experience was different as uh, a result of sort of full financial aid programs so in other words once the sort of financial aid was given to them was their experience then equivalent to their higher income peers oh interesting okay yeah yeah what was the and, answer yeah mm, a little mixed but but what i would say is that people who were on full financial aid and who were high achieving low income who made it to Ivy League schools they felt that they had mastered it. And so they didn't feel less than their peers who mm-hmm. were higher income because their their thinking is, gosh, if I was able to get to Harvard or Yale or Princeton, that, you know, they had kind of pulled themselves up by their bootstraps yep. and their low income status didn't hurt them. Now we can come back to mm-hmm. the point that we announced earlier mm-hmm. when commenting on how carefully crafted a script the show was to your arrival here and the kind of work you do at the college. Okay. As dean of students. And it goes beyond chicken fingers. I'm going to say that right now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's actually not even in the job description, yeah. the chicken fingers. That's not even that's, the least no. of it. That's mm-hmm. outside of it. Barring the chicken finger situation, yeah. what is the core identity of this role of your job? Yeah, it's tough. The core changes every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's probably, I was pre-med when I was at Miami. Okay. I, I often thought I'd go into emergency medicine. That's what I liked. Like this idea of not knowing exactly what each oh, day would look like. Would and that's a little bit like my job right now. Mm. I don't really know. Probably less blood. Uh, I have though. schedules, but sometimes the schedules get thrown out the window okay. depending on what happens. Yeah. The goal is to sort of work with all students. Challenge is sometimes you work with those students who are thriving here and some students who are really struggling. Right. So you sort of work with the tail of the, the bell curve. But your goal is to really work with the whole bell curve. Mm-hmm. It's just really challenging. Yeah. So what do you have to work with them on? 
So thinking about residence life, student leadership, student involvement, uh, rec services, these are areas that report to me, but uh, pretty much everything outside the classroom, mm -hmm. not everything, a lot of things. This will be helpful for me. Can we do mm -hmm. a roll call of, on our show, we've had students. <clears throat> yes. We've had assistant professors. Mm -hmm. We've had associate professors. Correct. We've had full professors. We have. We've had vice presidents. Yes. We've had uh, librarians. Yes. We've had the president of the college. Mm -hmm. We've had... John, uh, John Hodgman. John, John Hodgman. Mm -hmm. uh, we had Jason Roeder, yep. editor of The Onion. Well, okay, wait, what, what, what is the point of this? And we had deans. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to figure out the... I'm trying to get a mental picture of the structure of the college. Speaking of deans, so one of the most famous deans on the silver screen was Dean Wormer for Animal House. Yes. Are you his position? Are you crusty? I do have to do some conduct because conduct does report to me, but there is a director of student conduct. Okay. So I get... Um, do you have an adversarial relationship with fraternities? No, I hope not. I try not to. Well, then you're nothing like this guy. No. That's true. And there is no such thing as double secret probation here. <laughs> there right. is probation. But not double secret probation. It's completely transparent probation. Mm -hmm. and, and the number of food fights you probably see is probably much lower than, than Animal House. Yes. Okay. That's mm -hmm. good. That's good. So you, that, you got that under control then? Yes. Okay, good. Where are we on the Galaga situation? I don't know what you mean. Oh, so let me revisit this. You're the one to talk to about getting a Galaga in the student center. Galaga machine. No, um, wait, what do you mean getting a Galaga? Getting what, a, you don't have another noun for that? That's, that's, like an, that's an adjective. A Galaga? Do people say that? Yeah. There's a long-standing, simmering, I think growing interest on campus to have this 80s video game. Not Pac-Man, not Galaxian, not Galaga 3, uh, not Donkey Kong, but it, Galaga. Uh, and so I hear this everywhere. Students are always clamoring. Can, when we, can we fact check that? Yeah, can can we, counterpoint. Yeah, hold, hold on. <laughs> when can we get this in Farinon? And I say, don't worry, I know a guy who can pull the levers on this. I know the guy. He's got office hours Student Mondays Center at 4. Student seemed to have gotten rid of arcades, though, a long time ago. We'd be really going back in time. I, I told them, you know, you're bucking the trend here, but I'll support you. So I support them, and I said, I'll bring this to you. I'll have now, them on the show, and we'll ask them on air. When can we get this Galaga? I need to learn more. Do you need to learn that it's only Ben that wants this? I want I want a full people, written people proposal on this. You want a full written proposal? Yeah, I want to know. I want to know more about. Can you conduct research on how many students want the Galaga machine? I would like to leave it at the people. I are see talking why she's your level. producer. Maybe she should be an intern for me. I like the way she thinks. And I want to say there is one advantage to this Galaga machine: the amount of quarters we'll collect. Nobody calls Could, it a Galaga machine. I think they do. No, I want. It's a, a video game. I want a Dragon's Lair. I want a Pac-Man machine. Yes. No, you say Pac-Man. We want Pac-Man. No, you you don't say you want Pac-Man. I want Galaga, not a Galaga. A Pac-Man. I just didn't want him to think that he had to buy a lot of them since so many students are going to want to play. Do you remember studio. that video game though at Pizza Hut that you could, it was Pac-Man, but you could sit down? Yeah, yeah the tabletop. Tabletop. I loved that. You, you, I'm that, not, that's really, going to be in really on That's There's no problem. You can have a tabletop Galaga. Do you have questions? I know. I, I, think, I think you should do your quiz. For the the music question? Are you going to count that a quiz? I don't know. Do you want to do quiz, then music, then... Let's do music first. Let's do music. Okay. Uh, this is the 10, 20, 30 question. Yes. I'm interested to know, we are all interested to know, what your favorite music was at the ages of 10, 20, and 30. But at age 10, what kind of stuff were you listening to? 45s. Loved 45s. Okay. I used yeah. to buy them three for $5 at Kmart. Wow. This is, this is vinyl? Yeah. Little 45, you know, I single so any anything and everything top 40 so i remember my first 
33 album uh-huh. was something my aunt brought me, bought me. Uh-huh. And it was uh, Kenny Rogers, The Gambler, which yeah. is good. You do have to know when to that hold them. That is good. You do. Now, let, hold me, them. let me ask you, because I don't know anything about vinyl. The difference between a 45 and a 33, is that size? Is that speed? What's, what's going on there? The 45, 45 is, is smaller, is smaller okay. and you it plays faster around the okay. turntable. Oh, okay. 33, bigger and plays slower. Got it. I loved records, and mm-hmm. I still have many of them. Yeah. At 20, I think, when sort of that's college. So, like, what defines, you know, those college years? And I think probably Dave Matthews Band. I can think of tons of Dave Matthews. And I went to his right. concert. He was, he's, he's a good singer. But, but, but there are a lot of people. And I big Dave still Band. can't help but sing to Ants Marching if it comes on. Anything else at, at 20 besides Dave Matthews that you can remember? Hootie and the Blowfish? Mark Cohen? Mark Cohen, okay. I don't know Mark Cohen. I don't either. Didn't yeah, he? Didn't, wasn't like he a love host? song, kind of ballad. Slow I thought he was the host of Celebrity or Double Dare on Nickelodeon. No? <laughs> Someone else. Never mind. You're the first guest in a while who hasn't said at age 20, Dixie Chicks. That keeps coming up. Does oh. it? Yeah. Okay. I think we had three or four in a row. They all said Dixie Chicks. But you know, I think I might have been closer to 30 when oh. the Dixie Chicks were out. Okay. Think about this, right? So she, they were big when... Bush was president. That's right, because they got into trouble. Yeah. Yes, they did. they did. Gosh, think what they would say now. Yeah, I know. Right. So let's go up to 30 here. Yeah. At age 30. Now I'm going to have to say a genre. All right. Maybe my memory gets worse. <laughs> I'm not sure. But, um, That's how that works. So at 30, I was really, really into anything electronic dance music. This is going to be an Tons interesting playlist. There are EDM artists, and they make this stuff what are some of the 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 artists that do this stuff i don't know if i oh like calvin harris would okay. be good the chain smokers which okay. was here right okay I, I i'm just not did you get to bring them yeah do you, have, do you have say in that is that part of your job uh it is in uh, the future what? um performer yes. for the spring concert has played with the chain smokers and is nominated yes. for a song she did with them oh wow what other purse strings are you controlling and we know that you have a specific amount of your budget devoted to galaga but future artists, are you getting musicians? Are you getting comedians? How do you bring them in? Well, this is actually really complicated. Mm-hmm. This would be very good. You should take some time with the future guests to see how much work goes into selecting maybe campus we, artists. Maybe we need mm-hmm. to bury the hatchet with the Lafayette Activities Forum. Mm-hmm. We're not as Bring gone. someone That's in. That's true. Oh, right. I forgot the, the history. Yeah. yeah sorry. We're so, fine with anyway, that. Anyway. So essentially, you figure out who students are interested in bringing, but you, and then you go out to bid. So mm-hmm. you say to artists, we're interested in you. Would you come? But right. you have to negotiate that in a way that they don't know how much they're wanted. Sure. Because then they have too much leverage. And you want to get them for obviously the least amount of money that you can. Mm-hmm. And so you really want to be quiet about it. Right. So you don't want to tell anyone, yeah. any students, sure. just except the people who are on LAF. Mm-hmm. And then you're going back and forth between an agency like Creative Artist Agency, CAA, mm-hmm. or one of the other big or artist agencies. Mm-hmm. And then you... You know, finally hope that you secure it on the date you want it for the, the uh, money. But you can also work with other colleges and go in and do a group bid. So oh, they okay. can be here and then they could be at CUP. Oh, yeah. There you go. California right. University of Right. They can go over there for the next day's concert. And right. so you can go in and do a joint bid. They're, they're probably talking about it on their podcast right now. Yep. Trick question. They yeah. don't have one. Exactly. <laughs> if you were to say, try and get Beyonce to come here. Um, yes. You would be like, yeah, a couple of students. I'd have to give up you. on the Galaga. Uh if I did, if that. that was the trade-off, I'd be willing to negotiate. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, she could bring it with her. But your point was that you, you just, tell her that we don't actually know if that many students are interested. Right. Well, we could maybe get her now because she's she's was dissed by you know 
the Grammys. They no. didn't. They wouldn't. Uh, her new song that is quote unquote a, uh-huh. a country song. Yeah, the Grammys don't think that it's a country song, although she performed it on the CMA. That's awkward. With the Dixie Chicks. Wow, so, it's all coming in. together. All coming together. Yeah, and wow. they're all coming to Lafayette sometime in 2018. Yeah, is this I, this is a scoop. Yep. To I don't think that we have a venue that would really hold Beyonce. Just play on the quad. Do you mean just like just the number her, of people? Oh, not just. No. I just think her personality is just so <laughs> big that do we have a venue that can contain <laughs> Queen B? Right. I don't know. We did get some good. We we got uh, Macklemore and oh, Ryan that's right. Lewis. That's true. My first year here, that's we played true. on Fisher Field for mm-hmm. the first time, a big concert. And yeah. Then, and that went okay. Yeah, really fun. There you go. So should we college? Should we do a quiz? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, we have a quiz. Another blockbuster quiz. Has to be. Is it really going to top the, are they dead or Canadian? It can never top that. Fan favorite. <laughs> yes, fan favorite. Real or not? This is the real or not quiz, Paul. Okay. Are these real exports from Ohio or not? So either people or inventions. Things from Ohio. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did Ohio... How well do you know these? Ohio? Hmm, well, I guess we're going to find out. <laughs> do you, yeah, do you know just the Southeast or, you know, the Northwest, the... Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think you're gonna have to pinpoint the specific GPS location of its derivation, as okay. long as you know it was Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, and the first one, I think, is usually the easy one. Now, so, is there any? Is there any trick ones here where you're gonna tell me, but it's really from Indiana? Oh, they're all probably like that. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the one that Michelle was alluding to, and she will comment throughout, is that the logic of these doesn't always hold up. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So that's the spirit of it. Right. Yeah. Um, but the first one, we'll go around and you can answer last because you have the advantage in all these since mm-hmm. you are from oh, okay. Ohio. Yes. Right. Yeah. But um, is the airplane from Ohio? Simon, is I that believe, an Ohio invention? I believe the Wright brothers did invent the airplane. They didn't fly it first there. They flew in North Carolina, but I, I believe Ohio is correct. Studio, what do we think? What kind of airplane? Oh, no. <laughs> Just the Well, the, I mean, the Wright brothers' plane was like a propeller. Yeah, you okay. pe- are, pedal it. Are you going down the road of... of trying to make the claim that what they flew was not an airplane? Is that how you're going to answer this? I'd like to be specific. Uh, I'll go with yes. Good. I'll also go yes. I'll say yes. Yes. Yes, of course, yes. Yes. Yeah. Dayton, Ohio. The right Bellers. Yep. Bicycle mechanics. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly they made planes. Nuts. I wouldn't f- I wouldn't feel safe flying in a plane that was made by people who were pretty much bicycle mechanics. It's not suddenly. It follows from mechanical it, principles that they learn as bicycle mechanics. And were they from Dayton, Ohio, I they think? They were. Yeah. Yeah. Dayton is Ohio's sixth largest city. Yep. That's why they call it the sixth. Yep. Okay. Next next question. Next Mm -hmm. question. The cash register. The cash register. I should preface this. Next hard hitting question. Next hard hitting question. The cash register. Man, I do not know the answer to that. Do you want to do the for listeners just tuning in? We're talking about cash registers Uh on various breads and butters. I don't know what the cat uh I'm going to say I uh, no. I'm going to say no. That was probably a, an invention in like Wisconsin. <laughs> Studio, what do we think? No? No no comments? <laughs> the three of us are just Are you guys yeah. trying? They're Googling it out there. No, yeah. no, no. We're, just, we're just thinking. We're just all staring in like You're a thinking. triangle shape, just looking back and forth. They do have cash registers in Ohio today. I used to be a cashier once. There you go. Oh, I don't know oh, where it came from. What's your instinct then? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll say no. I'm going to say yes. I'll also go yes. No. Oh, it's a yes. Oh, where where was it invented? Instinct. It was invented in Dayton also by a company called the National Cash Register Company, which was NCR, that later went on to build oh. computers. Oh. Do we still have NCR computers? Yeah. Another Ohio Wow, I'm one for one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Is this from Ohio? 
The emotion of tedium. The emotion of tedium. Listen, Ohio, we, Ohio is a flat state. Boredom. To drive across Ohio. Was the Ohio. emotion of tedium invented in Ohio? I, I'm going to say no. Was any emotion invented I anywhere? Think that's the question on the table. That is. Uh, Ohio is a flat state, right? No, 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 it's no, not. no, no, no. There's some hills in southeast Ohio. Just just one or two. It's round on the outside. Yeah, I know. We've, we've been over that. Um, I'm going to say the, the emotion of tedium was invest, invented in West Texas. So I'm going to say no to that. What do we think in the studio? I've been to Ohio, and I can confirm that the emotion of tedium was invented there. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I made frequent trips to Ohio as a child. Okay. I'm going to have to go yes. Okay. I think the emotion of tedium was invented in Ohio's rival, Indiana. Oh, okay. Paul, what do we think? <laughs> I would say probably West Virginia, so no. Okay. <laughs> I would say no. Ohio is a lovely state. I don't know what you're all talking about. As, I've, as has come up on the show before, yeah. I lived in Granville, Ohio for a couple years. Oh, that's where of Columbus. my family lives right near there right now. It's a beautiful uh, God's country, they call it. Sure. Denison University. Yep. Denison Rival. University of Ohio. <laughs> okay, next one. So, no, it wasn't invented there. Oh, okay. Where was it invented? It was, it was invented in Europe. Oh, okay. My bad. What do you think existentialists were doing? What? I feel like the comment I just made is going to get me in trouble with my mm-hmm. mother because she's from Ohio. Ugh. And I'm, uh-huh. I'm now regretting the... <laughs> Sorry, Ruth. Where's, where's, where's Ruth from exactly in Ohio? She's from Cleveland. Cleveland. Okay. The Cleve. Cleveland Rocks. I would also like to apologize for yeah. the comment I made. Will and I are about to get in trouble with my mother. <laughs> I'm okay with her mother. Okay, uh, Ruth, we don't endorse it, so we're on your side <laughs> now. All right, the next one. Uh, Guy Fieri. Ooh. Is this an Ohio export? Guy Fieri. Man. From tedium to Guy Fieri. <laughs> Who wants to make the comment of going from bad to worse? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to say that. Okay, it's a I'm not besmirching anybody. Tell me some more about Guy Fieri. He is a um, troll that roams, roams the countryside eating garbage. At diners, drive-ins, and dives. He's got spiky yellow hair. Yep. He's employed by the Food Network. Yep. He's got a, he's got a restaurant in uh, Times Square. And he has surgically attached sunglasses affixed to his head. He does. Okay. He doesn't use them to block the sun. Yeah. He's not that guy, the Food Revolution guy. No, no, no that's James, Jamie... Oh, that's Jamie. Uh, no, that's, he, I was no. getting those two confused. I think no, that guy are... has a degree of legitimacy. Yeah, no, they are the one oh, you're referring to. Okay, that that's like saying that's like saying, "Oh, Darth Vader." I was thinking Luke Skywalker. That's <laughs> oh not, no. no! Do you know that totally... I've never seen Star Wars? Oh, we got. Well, we'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> so what happens is the scene opens. <laughs> <laughs> There's a desert and, and Tatooine. <laughs> um, uh, wanna, wait, let's, <laughs> play the mu- play little music. Wait now. Wait. What, 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 what do you want to end with? End of the Force Awakens. <laughs> so and then he loses his hand. Yeah. And everybody's like, "What?" what? Um. And then there's a big shocker. Yeah. And then and then the Ewoks and them win the war. The ghost of uh, Yoda, his father, and uh, Obi Wan. So that's how it ends. It's good, good stuff. So okay. you don't need to watch it anymore. All right. Um, that's the that's a trilogy. We'll get so, into the others before. As we were saying, Guy yeah. Fieri. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say no. He's not from Ohio. Studio. What do we think? I'll go no. Um, he went to UNLV, so I'm gonna say he's from Nevada. Wait, how do you how know, did that? You know that? Why? You're not, not fact checking. <laughs> yeah. Also, I, Will, doesn't, <laughs> Will doesn't have like a laptop in front of him or a phone or anything. He just knows that from like yeah. the top of his head. 
Yeah. One of my friends goes to UNLV, so so yeah. you know everybody. So, I, so I know all the alums. Yeah, there's a there's a building named Jerry Tarkanian. Yeah, I'm going to say no. You're going to say no. The answer was yes. He oh. is from Ohio. He's an Ohioan. From where? From Dayton. Stop it. That's it's, false. I don't know. He's just from Ohio. Uh, okay. Columbus. Columbus. But still, that's a, that's a that's a city in Ohio. How about rubber? Rubber. Wait a second. Rubber. Now, is that Goodyear or is it Michelin? Michelin is in France. Michelin just rates restaurants. Nothing to do with rubber. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say no because I think it's Michelin, <laughs> the Michelin man, in in France. What do, what does the studio think? No. I'll go no. No. I'm pretty sure. Here, yes. No. The answer is yes. It was Goodyear. It was Goodyear. Come on. Well, oh, sorry. It was a very Goodyear. Akron. What, what yes. was the question? Whether Goodyear came from Ohio or rubber? Rubber, rubber was invented R- by Charles Goodyear in 1839. Wow. It's a big, big, big industry. I mean, it's sad because Akron doesn't, it never really was replaced. Yeah. So. Tire City. Yeah. Tire City. Um, we're seven presidents from Ohio. Oh, I think that's, oh, if, if it's like six or five, uh, yes. Um, I'm going to say Is yes. Is this what you're asking about trick questions? I'm going to say yes. What do we think, studio? Seven presidents from Ohio? I'm going to say yes. I'll go yes. Yes. And I think three of them graduated from Miami University. Of Ohio. How about that? It is uh, true. Yeah. I'm not going to follow up to invalidate your answers that sometimes they say eight because William Henry Harrison was elected president, but he had moved to Ohio from Virginia. Yeah, so he wasn't count. born in Ohio. He wasn't born there. But I think sometimes when the Chamber of Commerce wants to boast something, there'll be like mm. eight presidents. Seven seems good enough. Seven's pretty good. No need to stretch the truth. Tied with Virginia. Most Virginia has the, so many presidents. Yeah, most of the presidents moved to D.C., so D.C. can boast all of the presidents, probably. <sighs> all right. How about Superman? Is he from Ohio? Oh, is he from Ohio? And not Clark Kent, you mean. I mean Superman, right. the character. Superman. Oh, Superman the character? Oh, no. Or Superman the Superman the phenomenon. Superman was invented in Ohio. Well, but but Ben made it seem like and I'm he's gonna not say from Kansas. he's not from Ohio, he's but from like Krypton. he was written first by people planet. in Ohio. Krypton, Ohio. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. Um, if we're talking like the comic book, well, then, the studio yes. feels really comfortable. Is there a Smallsville, yeah. Ohio? Michelle has experience in Smallville. 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 I, this, I did this one for Michelle because she's in the industry. I can. I'm. He's. I mean, he's not from Ohio, but the writers are from Ohio. All right, I'm going with her. Yeah, she's convinced me. Yes. I just want to object to that you asked the question in a terrible way. Yes, it's yes. Michelle's right. This fact is discussed frequently amongst my family members. He's the guy's from Cleveland. I forget his name. Do you know his name? Who's the guy who wrote Superman? Jerry Siegel. Jerry Siegel. Siegel. And Joe Schuster. Next one, Marvel's Buckeye Man. Buckeye Man. Uh, There's no such thing as Buckeye Man, so I'm going to say no. You think you know everything. I really do think I do. Studio, what do we think? I'm going to go no. Okay. I'm going to say yes. No. Thank you. Yes or no? Well, no, it's no. Okay. <laughs> this one person said yes. Very good. No. Wouldn't that be cool? Currently, Marvel is like assigning heroes to each of the states. Oh. So Ohio's hero is uh, is the Hulk. Oh, is the Hulk? Mm-hmm. Who is apparently from Dayton, Ohio, according to the thing that I'm currently looking at, but okay. I don't know if that's true. Well, I've never learned so much about Dayton. Dayton. There six, you go. Sixth largest in Ohio, first in our hearts. Wait, why are they assigning the superheroes to a state? They U.S. Avengers. They're giving okay. each state okay. a defender. Simon, you had a question. <laughs> oh, I do have I'm a question. I'm almost sure of it. Yes, I do have a question. Uh, Paul, which day do you prefer, Friday or Sunday? You know, mm-hmm. is 
Is there going to be a holiday on Monday? No, uh, I, I got to say on average, no, there's not going to be a holiday on then Monday. Then Friday. Then Friday. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because when, when there's a holiday on Monday, which is not often, yes, that, that, that changes the whole equation. It does. But, but we're going we're gonna to say... And, and, and then that is my favorite day. The Sunday before a Monday holiday. Yes. Oh, okay. It's like, you know, because you've really Bonus given... Day. Yeah. But I don't, it doesn't change my answer. I'm still, even with, with a four-day, with a Monday off, I still like Friday because then, to me, that makes Friday yeah, even Yeah, but you've got to go to work on the Friday. Yeah, but then Friday, it's still farther away from having to go back to work. Yeah. But you're at work. That's the thing. This is the whole... It's the anticipation. That's that's the whole conundrum well, then of the Friday, Wednesday Sunday Wednesday should could be your Friday. Well, but I only have two choices. Because Wednesday, you're over the top, and now you... He have... doesn't give me the option. I don't give him the option. Uh, that's the question. But I have a trouble with endings. I like beginnings of things. I don't like the endings of things. So I can't abide mm-hmm. by Sunday. Yep. So Friday, even though I'm, I'm working, it sure. still feels like it's the beginning of something. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's why I said Friday. Okay, so you are a Friday person. I am. And how do you feel about black licorice? Gross. Thank, Thank you. you. Oh, that's correct. Yeah, that is that is the correct statement. Paul McLaughlin, thank you so much. Dean of Students, Lafayette College, thank you so much for being here. Thank it's you guys for having me. It was a lot of fun. You're welcome. A lot of fun. And listeners that are listening out there can follow us uh, on Twitter at some later date. They can email us questions, comments, concerns at butters at gmail.com. Quiz ideas. Quiz ideas. They can follow us on Facebook and uh, they can listen to our playlists on uh, Spotify at Various Breads and Butters. Um, and I think that's it. Are we good? That's all I know. Okay. Headphones off. Headphones off. Are you, are you the type of person that likes experiencing seasons? Yes. Ben, are you the type of person? I am a four-season mm-hmm. I am. I am not a four-season person. I if, if I could live in somewhere like San Diego, like 20, 72 degrees all the time, if I could afford to live there, then I could also afford to just fly places to experience the season. That's true. I would go to Vermont in the fall. I'd go to like, you know, Colorado, Utah in the winter. Do you celebrate Christmas? You do, right? I celebrate yeah. Christmas, yeah. It's weird having a Christmas tree when it's 72 degrees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd get over it. I don't know. I, I will say this. I, um, I'm i going to be in probably by the time this airs or around the time this airs. Do you have a, an appearance you're promoting? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be in, I'll be in <laughs> Sydney, Australia. In, <laughs> in the chuckle pit. No, I'll, I'll be in uh, in Sydney, Australia, probably at a coffee shop somewhere if you want to come visit me. Wow. Um, when this airs? Do we, have any, do we have any fans in Australia? We have Australian fans, but they're currently in Hanoi. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, okay, well, whatever. Um, so, so I'll be in the show, current sister show. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so I will be experiencing New Year's in really hot weather. Wow. It's, a, it's summer there. And so, and I, 24 hours in advance of us. I'll let you guys know what happens. Right? Yeah. 12. Oh, just 12. Just, just, 12? just tell us that 2017 is better. I, yeah. You know what? I, I, I will tell you so that if it's not, then you guys can make a informed decision about whether you want to move forward. Thank you. I appreciate that. No problem. I'll, I'll just check the Twitter. I'll be I'll be doing it from there. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs>